The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. Good morning, everyone. I'm Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. Welcome to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly being presented in part by AlignMed. By Source, by Athletico, by ATI Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by Karen Mulkin Health Consulting, by Integrated Orthopedics, and by Medwest. I'll soon be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, the head team physician for the Chicago Bulls, co-head team physician of the Chicago White Sox, and sports medicine specialist from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Back to get it going right after this on ESPN Radio. What comes to mind when you hear the words physical therapy? Maybe you think you don't need it, but what about those aches and pains in your knee, your ankle, your shoulder, or your back? When you decide that you've had enough, stop by ATI Physical Therapy. ATI offers complimentary screenings by a licensed provider at no cost. Don't waste any more time dealing with pain. Get the ATI Physical Therapy today and start feeling better fast. Visit ATIPT.com to schedule an appointment or find a location near you. When it comes to your health and wellness, you have a choice. Choose ATI Physical Therapy. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your health care team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. Leading the way in cellular and tissue therapies, Ellosource helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Ellosource or allografts, please visit ellosource.org. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of DJOglobal.com. Correct alignment and good posture are keys to health and performance. Alignment, a science and clinical test-based company addresses this fundamental wellness need through its revolutionary line of products. Wearing AlignMed will dynamically train muscles and joints, strengthen and improve posture performance and prevent injury. Elite professional athletes, leading doctors, physical therapists, active adults and everyday workers already enjoy the benefits. And all you have to do to feel and look better is wear AlignMed. That's why we say AlignMed. Get into it. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Back here on Sports Medicine Weekly, and again, that proceeds from our show, Sports Medicine Weekly. Go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the LiveActiveNow.org fund. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole coming your way each and every Saturday morning between 8.30 and 9 a.m. only on ESPN 1000. And MOR partnering with the IATA, Illinois Athletic Trainers Association, Dr. Cole. You guys did Knees for Life, a great program to create awareness, and now it's Shoulders for Life. Why does MOR get involved with these things? 
Steve, uh, education is sort of the core of what we do on a daily basis. And, you know, I think that while uh, surgery, you know, we often think about orthopedic surgeons as uh, having to do surgery to correct problems, we would love nothing more to be on the preventative side. And just like the Knees for Life campaign was uh, formed to help address, uh, create awareness and education to maybe reduce the incidence of ACL injuries, uh, we've partnered again with the Illinois Athletic Trainer Society to uh, help create awareness as it relates to overuse problems in the shoulder. So I think epide- from a, the epidemiology or the incidence of these problems, the shoulder is at least as big as the ACL problem, uh, but it tends to be a bit more compartmentalized. All right, we've got two guests with us in studio, one of your partners at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, Dr. Anthony Romeo, uh, and also for Shoulders for Life, uh, my, uh, Mr. Mike Gilbo. Mike is the head athletic trainer at Lake Forest College, and also with the uh, Illinois Athletic Trainers Association. So, uh, gentlemen, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Fun to have you in studio uh, here on this Saturday morning with us for Sports Medicine Week. Let's start with Dr. Uh, Dr. Romeo. And uh, we're talking, Doc, about a lot of uh, overuse injuries for young athletes that uh, we're seeing more and more of. You're kind of a shoulder and elbow expert. You're seeing more and more come through the office. Steve and Brian, it's uh, great to be here again. And there's no question, there's essentially an epidemic of injuries to our adolescent athletes, particularly our athletes that are participating in sports where they have repetitive activities such as throwing a baseball or hitting a volleyball. And we've seen a dramatic increase in the problems related to both the shoulder and the elbow. It's very concerning to us. And we recognize that we've done a great job in learning how to treat these problems, both with uh, conservative management and with surgery, but we'd really like to get to the root of the problem and avoid them or prevent them from occurring in the future. Tony, would you mind just giving us an overview of what we're doing in a laboratory? That's been a big emphasis in sort of injury prevention and identifying how these things are happening and how we might correct them. Brian, you know, our group has been involved in a variety of different uh, uh, methods to try to figure this out. We now are part of the Pitch Smart program, which is sponsored by MajorLeagueBaseball.com to look at the potential risk factors related to uh, the pitchers uh, having problems with their shoulders. And so we went to an extended effort with our motion analysis lab and also a video analysis of 420 young adolescent pitchers to look for problems that they might be developing and develop some understanding of what are the factors that may predict the injury. We found some very interesting things. One of the factors we all know about is that the young uh, athletes that are participating in more than one team, which is directly related to things such as their pitch count or in volleyball, the amount of times that they're striking or hitting the ball, is clearly associated with increased risk of injury to their shoulder and elbow. A second factor uh, is related to uh, their um, uh, participation, but also the, the height of the athletes. So it appears that the taller that they are, the more that they have a chance for a risk of injury, and also the speed, particularly in our pitchers. We can actually see that as you just plot out on a graph the speed that the pitchers are throwing, the, the higher the speed is, the more likely they are to injure their shoulder. And when we looked at our studies, what we found is that when we put all three together, so playing on more than one team or high pitch counts, speed uh, at a high level, and the height of the athletes, we were able to predict with more than 70% accuracy who was likely to be injured. These factors that we're learning in our lab as well as out in the field and testing them are helping us to come up with some strategies to try to avoid these injuries in the future. And our motion analysis lab has really done a great job to try to break down 
the pitching emotions of these young kids and figure out where they might have a problem and hopefully institute some changes that will improve their abilities to throw but also avoid injury. And let's ask uh, Mike Gilbo from the uh, Illinois Athletic Trainer Association uh, about partnering with uh, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Uh, Mike, and uh, you've been around a long time, and you've done some some great work uh, with the trainers and had some high-profile jobs. And uh, the importance of this with, with partnering with MOR and uh, really bringing some awareness to it. Yeah, so thanks for having me again, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're just really excited again to be partnering with MOR and helping these uh, helping out with the campaign uh, to promote it on the uh, on their website, shouldersforlife.org. So, uh, again, just really excited to be involved with the, the whole thing. And how have you seen things change uh, in your world, uh, Mike, over the last 5, 10 years with overuse injuries with, uh, let's say, high school athletes, collegiate athletes? Well, I think I think the thing we've been seeing as athletic trainers is that uh, some of these uh, athletes now, they just kind of stay with one sport. You know what I mean? Back when we were kids, we were uh, kind of running around. We'd play a little baseball. Maybe we'd go play a little soccer. We were using some different muscles. But now with the, uh, you know, just the emphasis or the uh, real uh, parents being a little overzealous, you know, wanting their kid to maybe make, make a major, major league baseball team, maybe make a college team, really emphasizing them staying with the sport all year round. And then they're not, uh, you know, using some of those different muscles. So we're seeing some repetitive injuries. And then that's kind of leading to this, uh, this whole idea of maybe getting the word out to uh, do a better job. Uh, thanks, Mike. T- Tony, let me ask you, if you had to pick three things that we think we know now from our lab and your experience that we could help our parents understand in guiding their kids, whether it's related to counts or frequency or months of play and so forth, what would you advise our listeners? Well, what I would advise is, first of all, this is a, a team approach to this. So the athlete, the parent, the coach, uh, and the league that they're involved in should all really embrace the concept that we do have the ability to try to minimize the risk. So the first thing I would say, Brian, is that we really need to keep track of the pitch count. We need to know how much these kids are throwing, and you can't separate it out if they're on two different teams and two different leagues. It's all additive. So we need to know how many pitches they're throwing, and we have very good data to show that the more that they're throwing, the higher the risk. And that's why uh, you look online at littleleague.com or pitchcount.com, and you have some very clear factors. So number one is the pitch count. A number two is kids should not be throwing if they're sore or they're fatigued. So if the if they're saying that my arm's a little sore or they're having pain in their shoulder, there is no reason for them to be throwing at this young age. It's going to increase their risk of, of injury, and it's going to be a big problem for them. And then I think the third thing uh, is... Uh, that we really need to just teach our kids the best mechanics possible. So all of us should be involved in making sure that we're showing our kids how to properly uh, handle the ball, throw the ball, and uh, and address these issues. And I think if you can do those three things, we can really significantly reduce the risk of injury in our young adolescent throwers, and that's going to help all of us. Visiting with Dr. Anthony Romeo from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, and also Mike Gilbo's with us from uh, Lake Forest College, a head athletic trainer there, and also part with the uh, Illinois Athletic Trainer Association. I'm Steve Cash with Dr. Brian Cole. You know, my son, 10 years old, playing uh, travel baseball, uh, pitching through an inning, pitched well, went out for the second inning, threw about three pitches and said, Dad, my arm's aching, and we had to take him out. So my question for you guys, and I'm sure listeners want to hear it as well, what do we do? We put him on the shelf for a week. Does he does he stretch? When does he throw again? Do we ice it that day? What's the best course of treatment for something like that, guys? Well, I mean, from a standpoint of being the athletic trainer on the uh, 
on the sideline there, we would uh, definitely take him out of the game, uh, reevaluate him, uh, do an assessment, um, and then uh, you know get get definitely get some ice on him, and then definitely follow up with an orthopedic surgeon or something of that nature, and then follow up with the docs, and then uh, get a full evaluation, and then follow their protocol and see how we can get him back on the uh, playing field as quickly as possible and safely. I mean, good news is that's not necessarily an injury. That's just as, like Tony pointed out. That's a sign possibly of fatigue, and he's probably going to be fine the next day or the next day he's going to be pitching. But the important thing is you take him out when he starts complaining rather than keep him in, which unfortunately probably happens all too often. And that's absolutely correct, Brian. You know, the the real issue in so many sports is not so much uh, the performance, but actually the ability to recover from the performance in terms of uh, minimizing the risk of injury. So, Steve, your your son is basically showing that he has some strain to his shoulder. He's fatigued. And his the the parts of his shoulder, such as his rotator cuff, are being challenged, and we need to shut him down for a little bit. His ability to recover, however, is individual to each athlete, and we have to pay attention to some of the key factors that are involved in that. So, uh, just like we do for our professional pitchers with the White Sox, we have a very set routine. So after they've thrown, uh, the next day is a day of stretching. Uh, and activities to regain their full range of motion. That's our our first key uh, goal that we have after they've been throwing for a long time and they develop some soreness. We need to get their range of motion back, and we need the shoulder to be comfortable. Once that happens, then we will work on some strengthening exercises, which are uh, essentially maintenance exercises, making sure the rotator cuff, the muscles around the shoulder blade, and the rest of the body are doing well. And then once that's accomplished, then we'll do a light throwing program and see how they're doing. Make sure that they can throw, they're not having symptoms, and they're progressing well. And if if they can accomplish those things, then we can let them go back into the field of competition and, again, reset the numbers with regards to pitch count and things like that. So for many of these young men, this is we're talking about uh, the fact that your 10-year-old son has this problem on a Monday, then he really probably shouldn't be throwing competitively to the soonest is Wednesday or Thursday and maybe Friday or Saturday, depending on how he responds and recovers uh, from that fatigue event. And if we stay, pay attention to that, we can minimize his risk of having an injury to his shoulder or elbow. Yeah, we actually took about two weeks off before he pitched again and just pitched recently and threw two innings and no pain at all. So I think the uh, the shutting him down was really the smartest thing and does uh, recovered very nicely was the good news. Yeah. yeah, I think that was absolutely the right thing to do. Good. And I want to also ask you gentlemen about the, um, well, we have two doctors here in the house and a key athletic trainer one of the top guys in his field about the UCL. It's funny because we always referred to it as the ulnar collateral ligament, and now all of a sudden you hear it on sports reports. You know, this guy has a UCL, and it's all almost becoming more common speak, you know, because it's becoming a little more, you know, on the forefront here. And what is it all about, though, Doc? Well, it's no question, Steve. I mean, I think the corollary to the knee is it seems like everybody knows what the ACL is now. Right. It's, uh, it's an injury to the important ligament of the knee, and if that ligament's uh, not working, then the athletes aren't able to participate. The UCL, or the ulnar collateral ligament, is now commonly referred to as the Tommy John ligament. Right. And it's the ligament on the inside of the elbow. It's a ligament that keeps the forearm bone and the arm bone lined up in the proper position so it doesn't gap open when you throw. And the problem is, is that uh, when someone throws a baseball or throws any object, if there's a lot of twisting to the arm or torque to the arm, if that ligament's not intact, then they develop pain and discomfort in the inside of their elbow. And that's it's generally not the feeling that their elbow is unstable. The problem is pain. And the pain interferes with their abilities to continue to participate. We shut them down. We rehabilitate them. We see how they do. 
we oftentimes will see some partial injury or tearing to the ligament, and we hope that it will recover and they will be able to participate in sport again. But unfortunately, some of them, the pain doesn't go away, and it gradually becomes worse to the point that we actually have to go in and reconstruct that ligament again. And we've heard a lot about this, particularly in our Major League Baseball players recently, where the number of UCL injuries has gradually gone up, especially the revision ones. So these are uh, the pitchers that we have that had surgery, usually a teenage or young uh, 20-year-old pitcher. And then now here they are five or six years later, and they're getting a second reconstruction, which actually is uh, not as successful as the first one. So this ulnar collateral ligament or UCL or Tommy John ligament has now become a a very common understanding that in a throwing athlete, uh, this is the area where a lot of force occurs in the elbow, and we have to do everything we can to protect that from injury so we can allow them to stay in the sport and and progress uh, effectively. You know, it's interesting. We hardly ever used to see them in high school kids or younger. Now we're seeing, we're seeing them more commonly in that population. And, and there's an, a, a bit of literature that supports that it's related to the number of pitchers on a team, for example, insufficient number of pitchers, obviously innings per week, the number of balls are throwing. And rather, we always talk about these breaking balls, you know, don't throw a breaking ball before your, your growth plate's closed or before you can shave, but there's data that shows that velocity may be even more important than that. So these kids who can generate tremendous velocity are the ones who tend to be most at risk, and the one risk factor is fatigue. So if that can be corrected or protected and they allow recovery, that's one chance that they have, besides proper mechanics like Dr. Romeo pointed out, to, to reduce the chance of tearing their own collateral ligament. Wonderful stuff. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Uh, great uh, information. And, again, the website for the Shoulders for Life is shouldersforlife.org, offering prevention tips, educational videos, downloadable brochures with strength training exercises, free gym bag tags with prevention exercises as well. So uh, Mike Gilbo, head athletic trainer at Lake Forest College, continued success with IATA, the Illinois Athletic Trainer Association. always love to point you guys out because I know uh, Sully, Mike Sullivan, does a great job, and uh, I know yeah, a number, number of trainers, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, our doctors here in-house with us this morning, work with you guys um, uh, extensively and uh, continued success with thank you guys. Thank you very you guys much. Do. Appreciate thank you, Dr. Romeo, thank you so much for uh, your expertise as well this morning. Uh, thank you, Steve and Brian. I appreciate the opportunity to discuss this very important issue. All righty. Back with more of our show, Sports Medicine Weekly. We continue after these messages. On ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. Integrated Orthopedics is Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana's premier provider of thermal and compression therapy devices for people recovering from sports-related injuries or orthopedic surgical procedures. To learn more about the benefits of thermal and compression therapy and to determine if it's right for you, please contact your healthcare professional. For further information about Integrated Orthopedics products and services, please contact us at 773-248-6400. That's 773-248-6400. 
At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit Athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. What comes to mind when you hear the words physical therapy? Maybe you think you don't need it, but what about those aches and pains in your knee, your ankle, your shoulder, or your back? When you decide that you've had enough, stop by ATI Physical Therapy. ATI offers complimentary screenings by a licensed provider at no cost. Don't waste any more time dealing with pain. Get the ATI Physical Therapy today and start feeling better fast. Visit ATIPT.com to schedule an appointment or find a location near you. When it comes to your health and wellness, you have a choice. Choose ATI Physical Therapy. Correct. Correct alignment and good posture are keys to health and performance. Alignment, a science and clinical test-based company, addresses this fundamental wellness need through its revolutionary line of products. Wearing alignment will dynamically train muscles and joints, strengthen and improve posture performance and prevent injury. Elite professional athletes, leading doctors, physical therapists, active adults, and everyday workers already enjoy the benefits. And all you have to do to feel and look better is wear alignment. That's why we say alignment. Get into it. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. And we're back on Sports Medicine Weekly. Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. You can follow us on Twitter at SMW Home, and we have a Facebook page as well. Net proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the LiveActiveNow.org fund. Dr. Cole, I wanted to ask you about uh, Kevin Love's injury for the Cleveland Cavaliers, a dislocated shoulder out for the rest of the playoffs. What does that mean? Steve, the best way to understand it, and you'll be able to uh, lock in this one, is think of it as a golf ball on a tee. The shoulder is just like that, and inherently it's very unstable. So when the arm is put in a vulnerable position, say overhead, rotated externally, uh, sort of in a thrower's position, it can come out of the socket when there's sufficient force to make it do so. So in his situation, the, the shoulder came all the way out. It had to be put back in, sometimes with a fair amount of force to actually get it back in. When that happens... You can't put it in yourself, right? If it, Well, people who repeatedly dislocate, who have a history of it, can actually get to the point where it will easily go back into place. Mm. But first-time dislocations, it's it's... In, it's virtually impossible for really? a person to actually get it in themselves just because of the pain and the amount of energy required to get it back and the position required to get it back. So what happens with virtually every traumatic shoulder dislocation is something tears, typically the labrum, which is the cartilage ring around the shoulder. It's sort right. of think of a golf tee that gets beefed up around the periphery to keep the ball on the tee. That's what the labrum is. And the the problem with this condition in collision athletes is that the recurrence rates can exceed 90%. So it is likely without treatment to happen again. So that's why this is such a, a difficult problem to manage. But it's a really interesting decision in terms of how you manage the in-season athlete. We've published a number of articles on this. It's a fascinating area of discussion and decision-making. What's the difference between a dislocated shoulder and a separated shoulder? Well, typically people talk about a separated shoulder. That's what happens when the 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 acromioclavicular joint, that's the small joint on top of the shoulder. People have this bump on top of their shoulder. Right. You see it in bikers. You know, They fall off on the point of their shoulder. They fall with their arm, outstretched arm and so forth. That would be a separated shoulder. A dislocated shoulder is when the ball and socket basically become disassociated. Interesting. And um, what's the treatment for a dislocated shoulder? So 
it depends upon the age, the sport, and the time in season. So uh, Kevin Love's situation is a really interesting one because he's in season and has a lot to play for. The team obviously needs him. So he's not going to jump out and have surgery to prevent recurrence in most instances, even though that's a possibility. We do everything we can to get a player back. We had a Bulls player a couple of years ago. The same thing happened, and he was back playing in 7 to 10 days. That was very fast. The typical time frame would be somewhere in the neighborhood of 2 to 3 weeks, depending on how much soft tissue injury there is at the time of the dislocation. The more injury is, the more pain they're going to have, and the more difficulty they have getting back. The less soft tissue injury, the more likely it is they'll get back within that 10 to 10 day to 2 week time frame. Casey does come back. Let's say they make it, you know, through a couple more rounds, get to the finals, and he is able to come back, you know, finds that the shoulder is okay. What's the treatment or procedure for him after the season? Yeah, so also another really interesting area because uh, you, if you remember uh, Dwayne Wade, the same thing happened to him, and he played the season out, and then he indeed had surgery. And you have to ask yourself, well, why would you do that? Uh, he just played, finished the season, he's had no problems. Because if you remember what I said, once that ball comes off the golf tee, once it dislocates, there's usually some tearing of some soft tissue structures. That generally doesn't heal back in the proper position. And even though he hasn't re-dislocated yet, the likelihood is sufficiently high that many of us will recommend arthroscopically through the camera to repair what was torn. And you can get a guy back in sometimes four to six months after that. And that can reduce the recurrence rates to less than 5%. Wow. So you're t- talking about someone who has about a 90-plus percent chance of recurring if his arm gets in the right position, and maybe he's lucky enough to get to the end of the season. But if you could reduce that down to about 5%, many of these individuals will choose to have surgery immediately after the season. Wonderful. That's Dr. Brian Cole. I'm Steve Cashel. Back with more of our program, Sports Medicine Weekly, after this. On ESPN Radio. Leading the way in cellular and tissue therapies, Ellosource helps surgeons get their patients back in the game of life. Life Life-saving and life-enhancing allografts play a critical role in bone and soft tissue repair, helping to restore function and movement. To learn more about Ellosource or allografts, please visit ellosource.org. The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of djoglobal.com. At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit Athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. Well, that will do it for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsarillos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. Back to do it again next week. We'll see you then.
The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Two of baseball's best go head-to-head in interleague action when the Tigers head to St. Louis to face the Cardinals. That one is gone! The pregame at 7 Eastern, first pitch at 8, Sunday on ESPN and ESPN Radio.